It's really great to have you all here with us today as we worship God and continue this preaching series on Galatians. I want to start with a question. What is your favorite article of clothing? What's the one piece of clothing that you own or accessory that's your favorite? And why? Why is that thing your favorite? You got it? Is it your favorite because it was a gift? Or is it your favorite because it's really comfortable to wear and you like to wear it all the time? Is it your favorite because maybe it's a very nice piece of clothing and you get to wear it on fancy occasions? Think about that. Why is it your favorite? Well, my favorite outfit to wear is not what I have on, believe it or not. (laughs) It's a t-shirt, a pair of jeans, and some sandals, usually covered up with a long-sleeve Columbia lightweight uh, fishing shirt of some sort. And that's my favorite thing to wear because it's the most comfortable thing I have to wear. Um, I can move around in it, I can be active or lazy, and I feel most like myself when I'm in those clothing. Uh, It's light, it's cool, I don't sweat in it like I do in this thing. But I don't get to wear those clothes all the time, right? Sometimes I have to wear my clergy uniform. Occasionally, you'll see me in a suit and a tie. Sometimes my family even makes me put on a bathing suit. Well, whatever clothing we find ourselves in on any given day, we do so, I hope, with intention. When we get up in the morning or throughout the day if we need to change, we think about what we need to wear and why. And usually it's for an appropriate activity that we're engaging in, whether that be coming to church or going to work or school or whether that be going to the beach. We put on the clothing that we wear with some intention. And today we hear in Paul's letter to the Galatians, as many of you as were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. You see that Christ is the clothing that you and I, all of us, should intentionally put on ourselves each and every day. No matter what activity or setting that we're going into, if we are to live into our true selves as God's beloved children, as those baptized, we need to wear Christ in everything we do. Today is the fourth week as we engage in this sermon series, Freedom, a journey through the book of Galatians. We just heard all of chapter three. Um, That's not common for us as Episcopalians to hear an entire chapter of the Bible, but throughout this series, we're reading every chapter and verse of the book of Galatians so that we can be better familiar with what Paul is doing through this letter. For those of you who haven't been with us the last couple of weeks, just a, a brief reminder, this is Paul at his most angry, his most frustrated. He's writing to the Galatians out of a a place of of just really frustration of what's going on in Galatia. Paul is doing this because in the church in Galatia, they have succumbed to a gospel that's not the gospel of grace by faith through Jesus Christ, but they have succumbed to some teaching. After Paul has left, some others have come around that have convinced the people that they need to follow the material law of Moses in their life. Paul says to them, if you had just kept your eyes on the cross of Christ, you never would have fallen for this nonsense. Remember, remember when the first, the gospel was first proclaimed to you? 
Paul uses some pretty harsh language here. In fact, the first verse is, you foolish Galatians. Now, can you imagine if you good Episcopalians received a letter in the mail from your pastor that started, you foolish, it wouldn't go over very well, right? Paul's, he's hacked off. He's mad because the work that he's done seems to have been in vain. While he was there, while he was proclaiming the gospel of Christ, people accepted the good news that these Galatians, these Gentiles, these people who previously were outside of God's chosenness now because of Jesus can be part of what God is doing. He says to them, what made you a follower of Jesus was God's grace. What changed your life was the power of God's Spirit. Why now are you listening to these other voices that are telling you to follow the material things in the law of Moses? So Paul goes back 450 years before Moses to Abraham, the father of all monotheism, the father of faith, and he says, remember that it wasn't the law that reckoned Abraham as righteous, it was his faith. This is 450 years before then. He quotes the book of Genesis, all nations shall find their blessing through Abraham. Paul understands that this blessing comes through faith in Jesus Christ, and it's now open for all Gentiles, the Galatians, all of us, without any prerequisite of converting to Judaism first. Scripture shows that the true children of Abraham are those that come to God through faith. The point of all this that Paul's trying to make is those of us who have experienced Christ in a powerful way through God's grace need to remember that we don't have to put on top of that any sort of rules and regulations. The law can't save us. Paul goes to great lengths in this chapter to show like even if you follow every letter of the law, even if you do all the right things that you're supposed to do and never do any of the things you're not supposed to do, even if you do that in every circumstance for your entire life, which is an impossible task, it's still not enough. The only way for us to be in right relationship with God is through the love and grace of Jesus Christ. That's the freedom that we have, thanks be to God, that we aren't burdened by this series of obligations that we can never live up to, but our relationship with God is now couched in love. It's not an obligation. All the things that we do as followers of Jesus are now out of a grateful response to what God has already done for us. The Galatians have been led astray to think that if they want to be followers of Jesus, they need to check all the boxes. They need to do all the right things, that somehow they can earn God's favor, and that's simply not true. Grace is greater than that. Now, you and I know that there's a temptation for us to do the same things that the Galatians did. I hear stories all the time of people sharing, well, I think I've done more good in my life than bad, or Surely the good I've done in my life somehow balances the scales of judgment, and I know that I'll end up in the good place. In fact, there's a television program on right now called The Good Place, based on this religious fallacy. It's very funny. Ted Danson, Chris and Bell, you should watch it. Side note. But that's not how Christianity works. That's not how our God works. There's nothing we can do to earn God's love. There's nothing we can do to overcome the sin that we've committed in our own lives to put ourselves in relationship with God. Only the grace and love of Jesus Christ can do that. 
So remember at the beginning when I asked you what your favorite article of clothing was? Well, Paul says to the Galatians, he says to you and I today, those of you who have been baptized in Christ are to put on Christ as a garment. You and I are, are to put on the character of Christ, to live that out in the world today. We're to wear Christ like an article of clothing everywhere we go so that our insides, we that have been created in the image of a loving God who have the divine-inspired creativity and love and acceptance within us, can also reflect that on our outside by putting on the garment of Christ to the world. Not that we check any box or follow a set of rules and regulations that balance any scales, but simply that because of God's love for us in Jesus Christ, we can be Christ to the world. You are Christ's hands and feet in the world today. You are empowered to carry that message of love and grace and freedom to everyone that you meet. Some of you know that when I pray, I often pray in groups that we would encounter Christ in everyone we meet. And my prayer is for each of you that you would model and show Christ to everyone that you meet. So when you put on that favorite article of clothing, I hope you remember to put on Jesus, carry Him to the world, that all of the world may know the love and the power and the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.